the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? We're in the nation's capital and we're ready to talk about the theology of compassion. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Wherever you are in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, checking me out on my socials. Uh, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there for Facebook Live and YouTube Live. So thanks a lot for tuning in. And of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM, right here in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, covering parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So we've got a big footprint, and we're so glad to be hanging out with you this first hour of Rush Hour. Now listen, you know, all week long we've been talking about my partnership with Compassion International. We have a wonderful guest that's going to be with us in just a moment who I will uh, introduce to you. But if you've not given yet to Compassion International through the Fill the Stadium campaign, would you make today the day that you say, yes, Dr. Anderson, uh, yes, I want to be a part. I want to help uh, children around the world. If that is your heart and you're ready to do it, go to andersonspeaks.com and there hit the Fill the Stadium link. And sure enough, you'll be able to join us as we are doing this campaign, really for the first time. I've never in my 11 years doing this show have had a campaign. And this is not to bless me or to bless Bridgeway, my church, or uh, to pay for the radio show. This is strictly, directly to help children in need. So uh, that's what we're talking about today. I'm going to say a word of prayer. If you want to call in and have a conversation with us about any of this, uh, feel free to do so as me and Silas Bilraj uh, talk today. He's the uh, vice president of the Asian region for Compassion International. Before we go to him, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for waking us up this morning and allowing us to be in an environment where we can eat, drink clean water, uh, breathe fresh air, and be loved. And we just pray, God, that you help us uh, to be your hands and feet to do that around the world. We pray for our guest Silas and for Compassion International. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, again, my number is 888-432-7434. And, of course, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com or my favorite website, embracegracism.com. And there you can also give. If you want to text uh, to give, 
All you got to do is text the word SAVE to 97646. That's one word, SAVE, to 97646. Today, I have the privilege of interviewing uh, Silas Bilraj, who's going to uh, introduce himself in just a moment. But, you know, he's been working with Compassion International, and he is the vice president of their Asian region. And uh, Silas, I want to welcome you to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How are you? Yeah, thank you, David. Thank you for the warm welcome. It's such an honor and a privilege to get to see you and to join you in this conversation. And I want to say thank you on behalf of the millions of children for using your gifts and talents for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So tell us, where are you and what do you do with compassion? Um, I presently live in Colorado Springs, where our International Global Ministry Center is positioned. Um, my responsibility covers the ministry in the Asia region that is the link to the churches. Mm-hmm. The amazing ministry of Compassion is implemented. Now, how many Asian countries are uh, we as Compassion International serving Christ in? We are presently five countries, and we are preparing to launch into two new countries in the near future. Oh, wow. Tell us what the five countries are, uh, Brother Silas. Uh, they, are, uh, they are Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, Indonesia, Thailand, and the Philippines. How about that? Wow, that is wonderful. And then the two countries that uh, will be opening up? Uh, Myanmar and Cambodia. Myanmar and Cambodia. Wow. Now, what does it take, uh, Mr. Bill Raj, to uh, open up a country? What do you have to do in order to do that? Uh, To do that, first of all, we have to find out local churches. We have to find the state of the church and obviously find the need that the church has a true calling to care for children in extreme poverty. And then we need to set up the legal foundations for us to be registered and to work within the law of the land. Mm -hmm. And also, we have to do the risk analysis to show that we can not only serve the local church, but be able to measure our outcomes and fulfill our stewardship commitment. And then ultimately to also see that we can grow, scale, and sustain the ministry to children because it is a journey when you start walking with children. So those are the key factors we look into it before we move into a country. A lot of times people don't realize what you have to do in order to make these kinds of connections work. It really is an administrative as well as a spiritual task. It's not just somebody gives their money and you give it to some church and hope that it all works, right? I mean, there's real responsibility and accountability here, isn't there? Absolutely. And I think that's the greatest gift of being part of the body of Christ, where you not only serve, but you steward and you remain accountable to not only the Lord's work and his move of the spirit, but also to respond in a God honoring way. Because when we serve in many of the countries where we serve in Asia, Christianity is a minority religion. Mm. And it's where you it's like searching for a needle in a haystack. So when you need to have the right witness, you need to do all things well, and you need to be true identity of who you are, what do you, what are you proclaiming, and what are you standing for? So it really is a witness then to the uh, power of God when you work with a church in a country that is not primarily Christian. So when, when they see uh, compassion working, when they see children being cared for, uh, how does that uh, shine the light of Christ so others who are not Christians How does that reflect on the kingdom? Yeah, I think, uh, David, it's a beautiful question because when we start program, one of the things we have the honor of, especially from where I come from in Asia, 
while Christianity is a very small faith in where we work with, I think what we do is we never go to a country and say we only want to take this children of this faith. Mm. Irrespective of caste, creed, religion, we bring everybody in. Uh, poverty knows no faith or no 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 religion or no caste. Yeah. Poverty abject poverty and a parent wants to see their child be provided with care and safety and, and hope. Hmm. So we move inside. We just clear those boundaries and go and say, we want to show you what it means to care for you in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. For us, we would say, and from where I come from, I would say Christianity is not a religion. I know it can be misunderstood, but let me unpack that. I would say Christianity is not a religion because religion is man going after God. Yeah. Say Christianity is relationship where Jesus came after man. Yeah. And differentiator, and we say we do this in the name of Jesus so that you get to know the way, the truth, and the life, and not to practice some physical, worldly established system. Yeah. And that's the difference maker we make when we move into these countries. It's pretty amazing because I think when people are giving their money, they may be thinking, yes, I'm giving to serve a child who is poor, but they may not have thought about the witness aspect of it because when you are serving people in the name of Jesus, you have a lot of other people who are watching saying, well, who is, who's this Jesus that's taking care of these people? And so when we get back from our commercial break, I want to talk to you more about some of the specific countries that you're working in. I also want to take some of your phone calls. uh, If you're uh, listening on WAVA or through the internet. Yvonne, I see you from Odington, Maryland. My lines are open. My number, 888-43-BRIDGE. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof, and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the water rises. Improve Remodeling, the name that begins with an E and ends with an E. E stands for excellence, and that's exactly what you'll get when you want new windows or doors. Just like Amber and I, we got new windows and doors because we wanted our French door to be a slider so we could let the dogs in and out. And so we called Improve Remodeling. They came to the house. They installed new doors and windows in the kitchen, and they were picture perfect. Call Improve Remodeling today. Here's their number. 240-505-4944. That's Improved Remodeling. Their name begins with an E and it ends with an E. It stands for excellence. If you want to find them online, just go to improveremodeling.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. 
You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, hanging out with uh, Silas Bill Raj. He's the vice president of the Asian region for Compassion International. We've been talking today about the work that Compassion International is doing to serve children in the name of Jesus, using the local church to do so. As you've heard throughout the week, if you've been with me, we are really partnering with Compassion International to help them fill the stadium, a stadium of 70,000 kids in an athletic stadium. Think about that. And if you will give $500, that takes one child and serves them for an entire year uh, food and water and health care, the gospel, discipleship. It's just a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. And over uh, f- almost 50,000 have already uh, been uh, taken care of. So we got 20,000 to go. And let's let's make sure that my listeners do their part. Speaking of my listeners, uh, Silas, we want to go to Odington, Maryland, and talk to Yvonne, who's on the line. Hi, Yvonne. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Yeah. Well, I I really would like to um, commend your guest speaker, Dr. Silas, on what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And within myself, I've always had this passion for kids, and I was in South America, uh, and matter of fact, it's Guyana, and I went to an orphan, and I wanted to do something for that orphanage, mm-hmm. but I just didn't know how to go about it. Right. And um, if he could share a little bit more about how he went about it to go into different countries, I would appreciate it because it would give me some insight as to where to start. Mm-hmm. And then I know there's a cost for administration fee, you know, to do right. certain things and have staff members and how was he able to overcome those type of um, financial obstacles? Right, understood. Yes, that sounds great. And uh, I'll let you listen on the air, Miss Yvonne. Thanks a lot for calling today, okay? And uh, so when somebody does have a passion to give, like Miss Yvonne, okay, doesn't know how to make that connection, that's really what Compassion International does, right? They make the connection because a lot of people don't know what to do. Is that right, uh, Silas Bilraj? Yeah, you're absolutely right, David. And yeah, the question asked by Yvonne is perfectly fine because that's the reality. Some want to be there in person. Some want to do it through trusting another ministry or they want to partner with the church. Compassion actually is a ministry that works in partnership with the local church. Mm-hmm. We always do this because we want the program to be seen, known, and received from a local church, which is the most dynamic institution that is established on this earth. Mm-hmm. So then when you are uh, doing this good work, uh, there are people who say, when I donate, is my, is my $500 really going to go to that child? Help us understand what happens with the money and how we get it to the needs of the poor. Yeah, in uh, if you could have time and visit our Compassion uh, website, you have all of the details in 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 up to the last cent that is exactly measured there. That we live up to the stewardship commitment of what Compassion does. 
but at a very high level, uh, we'll take 80% of our cost and we give it directly into programs. That is everything that goes behind developing partnership, maintaining partnership with the church, equipping the local church and supporting the local church to serve every child in their care. That 80% of the fund that you give goes directly to them. Mm-hmm. And then the 20%, the remaining is taken care of for maintaining our, our overhead costs, our marketing costs, as well as to keep the ministry sustained to fulfill its governance and its day-to-day management needs. Yeah, so people can feel confident to know that the money is going to get to the to the children, which is, of course, most important. But there still has to be administrative costs to kind of keep uh, keep the business moving. Do you know what percentage of all of the budget is there to kind of help? Uh, I think some some organizations can be as high as fifteen percent. Do you know what that number might be, uh, Mr. Biljaj? Yeah, I don't have that correct breakdown, uh, David. I would be too quick to say that because that's not my area of work. But we go with the eighty twenty principle and say we would love for eighty percent to go directly for the programs, and we do we excel that in most cases. Excellent. Uh, that as 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 our ballpark, but at most times we want to go above that and beyond that. Excellent, understood. And uh, folks, I'll have uh, Jimmy Miato on tomorrow. He is the president and CEO for Compassion International, so we can ask him uh, that question as well. And so what country were you born and raised in, uh, my brother, Mr. Bill Raj? Yeah, I, I was born in India. Okay. And in the city of Chennai, if, for those of you who know um, the uh, the country of India, India, the Chennai is on the southern side of the country. And Chennai is the city, which many in Christianity may not know, but Chennai is the city where St. Thomas, the disciple of Christ, was martyred. Ah, how about that? Is that in in the north or in the south? It's in the southern side on the southeastern side. Southern, southeastern, that's right. And talk to me about, if you will, because you, you are from the country, you might be able to help people in this country understand what castes are. Do they still have a caste system, or is that a thing of the past? Um, it, it, it was, it, it is legally a thing of the past, but tradition and practice culture still has it. And, uh, it is pra- practiced there. It is public, it is acceptable, and it just goes on. It does. Right. And so then when you are blessing children, uh, I suppose that you try to find partners that are, uh, whether it's in Cambodia or, or, or Philippines or wherever, you try to find partners that are going to get to the kids re- regardless of the caste that they are from. Is that is that an accurate statement, sir? Yes, you're absolutely right, David. We actually do not have that as our, um, as our practice, and neither do we encourage that, and we neither do we record that. Yeah. We look child in need. We serve the neediest of our children, and we serve them in the love of Christ, irrespective of their caste, their creed, their spot in society, and as well as their faith and their religion. Is it ever dangerous to uh, do this work that we're talking about? Is there prayer cover that's needed as well as uh, financial cover? Absolutely. Uh, Any work done in the name of Jesus, Jesus said, when you do it in my name, you will be persecuted. And that comes with the prize. We I mean, we have a God who told us what we're getting into, even though he, <laughs> that's right. The, the game plan is clear enough, and, both the, and 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 we love to get into it. It doesn't mean that we go and find problems; it comes after us. And in in in, in most contexts, especially in the Asian context where we serve, it is a it, it is complicated and challenging because it is a, it is a light that shines 
in, in a dark hill. In some cases, it is it is one against many. Mm. Today, I'm speaking with Silas Bilraj. He is the vice president for the Asian region for Compassion International. And this week, we've been talking with different folk representing Compassion International. As you know, for the month of April, I've been working hard to share with you why it's so important to join with them. So I'm using my platform to bless children around the world, and I want you to join me in it if you have the means to do so. You can always pray, and I'm grateful for your prayers, uh, but as COVID has really taken a big hit uh, on the developing world, God has blessed us with organizations like Compassion International that we can give to that will make sure that children are practically loved and families are practically loved in the name of Jesus. If you feel like uh, you want to be a part of this, please go to andersonspeaks.com, hit the tab that says fill the stadium, and $500 is our uh, sort of target goal because we know that that will care for a child, a one-time gift for an entire year. But listen, maybe you can't afford $500. Then give 50 because maybe four other or five other uh, people or 10 other people, they can also afford 50. And together, we'll just put it all together, won't we? But then there's some of you who God has just blessed with more abundance. And I thank God for it. Uh, if that is you and you can give $5,000, guess what? That, that hits 10 kids. And what a blessing that would be uh, as we're trying to, to reach our goal uh, with my listeners, and we're coming down to the last week here. And so if you have the ability to give $5,000 or $10,000, or my goodness, some of you may actually have the ability to say, you know what, God's been touching my heart. I want to give a $50,000 gift. Well, listen, go to andersonspeaks.com and do it. And you do that, and I guarantee you, whatever you're able to give, God sees it. And God will bless you. Would you say that is true, uh, Silas Bill Raj, that God just loves a cheerful giver? Absolutely. And he does it because he loves his people, not only to just give, but also be part of what he is doing. And that's the invitation of the Lord, right? In 1 Corinthians 9, 11, it says, we are, sorry, 1 Corinthians 3, 9, we are co-laborers. In other words, he's already working and he's inviting us to join him. Yes. We give, we not only give of what we have, but give of all that we have for his glory. Yeah, isn't that a wonderful thing? And I see you smiling. Doesn't it make you smile when you think about giving to the Lord seriously? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, what can, what, what, what can we give, David, for the greatest gift of life we've received? Yeah, yeah, for the great redemption and the grace that he's extended to us that we do not deserve. Well, listen, if you want to join the conversation, my phone number is 888 432 7434. Let's go to the road in Maryland and talk to Mike, who's on the line. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Uh, good. Uh, interesting, interesting week. Uh, interesting mission you're taking upon yourself there. Yeah, that's right. And thanks for joining me in it in any way you can, Mike. I really appreciate your, uh, your partnership, friend. So what are you thinking? I know that to a greater or lesser degree, like Thailand and Myanmar, kind of consider themselves defenders of Buddhism. And, and I'm wondering if you're, if uh, the churches there are under any kind of persecution. Ooh, that's I'll a, just put them off the air. Okay, thanks a lot for that, Mike. And what a good question. Buddhism and some of those other countries, what's that like? Um, it, 
it depends on on the country the, david i think that the, the question is a very fair question in the country of thailand especially there is invitation of all faiths and uh, christianity there too is, is is a minority and when i say that um it's it, it goes to show that this the christianity is acceptable now mm-hmm. it in it's the same thing in other buddhist countries too mm-hmm. countries where as you start moving in if you go to the open doors to top 50 list you'd find those countries among the top countries where persecution exists so it depends on the country it depends on the co- the context and the culture of how and where those faiths do not accept it but in thailand we've had we've been there for nearly about 45 years and by the grace of god we have been able to serve his church in powerful and meaningful ways wow that is wonderful well when we get back from our commercial break we'll talk a little bit more about uh, compassion international and the vice president of asia the asian region for compassion international we have mr silas bill raj who's hanging out with us today on real talk with Dr. David Anderson. We also talk about the pandemic and how that has affected uh children around the world. So thanks for joining us. When I get back, we will continue this conversation. If you do want to join us, uh you can always call the number's 888-432-7434 or just dial 888-43 bridge. We'll be right back. American universities no longer produce the godly statesmen needed to preserve liberty. But here in Virginia, Patrick Henry College is changing that by focusing on three distinctives. High academic rigor, fidelity to the spirit of the American founding, and an unwavering biblical worldview. PHC equips graduates to faithfully serve Christ and our nation. Learn how you can help preserve liberty at phc.edu/wava. That's phc.edu forward slash W-A-V-A. W-A-V-A and Living Well want to thank you for being kind to others in these trying times that we're living through. Find out how performing a random act of kindness every day for 30 days can help benefit you and someone whom you deeply admire. Enter the kindness challenge today. It's easy. Just go to WAVA.com and you'll have a chance to win along with your nominated hometown hero. Sponsored in part by Living Well, leading people to healthier and spiritually meaningful lives. Share your kindness with others. Go to WAVA.com. That's WAVA.com to enter the kindness challenge today at liberty university we believe christ-centered higher education should be affordable that's why we've frozen tuition rates for the third year in a row so you don't have to worry about your 2021 to 22 tuition costs increasing did you know that liberty offers more than 200 hands-on undergraduate degree programs over 100 student-led clubs and 20 ncaa division one sports just text lu info to 49596 for more information again that's lu info to 49596 Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll is heard weekday mornings at 6.30 on life-changing talk radio WAVA time you watched your home movies do you have a vcr anymore what about a film projector with technology constantly changing most families don't have a way to enjoy their recorded memories trapped on vhs 
camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos. That's why we created Legacy Box over a decade ago. Legacy Box is an affordable mailed-in kit to have your aging media digitized to DVD, thumb drive, or the cloud. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S. Imagine being able to easily relive weddings, graduations, baby's first steps, and more. Get started future-proofing your memories today so you can gather the whole family together and begin the trip down memory lane. Plus, for a limited time, we're offering 40% off. Visit LegacyBox.com LBOX to get an exclusive 40% off. Buy today to take advantage of this incredible offer and send in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com LBOX to save 40% off. LegacyBox.com LBOX. It's a real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. So glad you're hanging out with me on this Thursday. You know, the scripture teaches us that we are supposed to be compassionate uh, to all people and especially uh, to the poor. Proverbs 22, 9 says the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor. It also says in Proverbs 28, Verse 27, whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing. And so God uh, wants us to be like him. In Psalm 9, verse 18, it says, but God will never forget the needy. The hope of the afflicted will never perish. And so we pray that you are inspired today to help us do exactly what the word of God is teaching us to do, where Jesus said, whatever you've done for the least of these You've done it to me. And today I have Silas Bilraj. Mr. Bilraj is the vice president of the Asian region for Compassion International. Mr. Bilraj, how long have you been there working with Compassion International? I've been at Compassion for nearly 18 years, David. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So you've seen a lot of development, a lot of countries uh, opening, what has been some of the great joys of being able to do the work that you're doing now, sir? I think the joy is when you when you 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 watch children grow from from coming out from darkness to light, from hopelessness to hope, and they you see them grow and they complete the program and they give back to their church as witnesses. Yeah, break the cycle of poverty in their families. They begin to care for their parents and they begin to give back to the church, providing leadership in that church. Right, right. I think the joy is when we see our own children come back and serve in Compassion's program and become leaders in Compassion. Man, that is transformative. When someone gives $500 to care for a child for a year, how does it affect the family? Sometimes we think about that child. We may have a picture of that child. But really, aren't you ministering in some ways, uh, Mr. Bilraj, to the, to the entire family? Yeah, I think the joy of serving in, um, in a children's ministry is when you touch a life of a child, you're actually transforming the whole family. And the, the, the greater joy, if I may say that, is when you turn a child to Christ, you're turning an entire generation and the subsequent generations. Hmm. So you're speaking into generations that you're not going to be speaking into when you touch the life of one child. And in this situation right now, as we speak, the $500 that we are requesting our donors to, to consider, I think what's happening right now, uh, David, is the world is looking for hope. Yeah. Everywhere there is hopelessness. When we to take the step of faith and go forward. And when we touch a life of a child, it is, it is starting to them that there is hope and there is endless hope in Christ Jesus. Mm. And 
comes not only hope, it also comes with true relationship that is built out by saying, I care for you. I know you. I want to protect you. I want to love you. And I want to be there with you. And I want you to know you're not alone. You're just not another person, but you are a person where there is purpose and meaning to life. Yes. And, you know, having been on a couple of trips myself to Ecuador or to Ethiopia and Amber, my wife and I have sponsored a child all the way. Uh, I, I said yesterday to the Tilly was 18. And last night, my wife's like, uh, no, we actually sponsored him all the way till he was 21. I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> you know, and of course, we have done our part with uh, fill the stadium as well. But um, the relationship, not just with the child and his family, but there's really a relationship with the church. Can you talk about the impact that Compassion International has on a church when it partners with that church? Absolutely. And I think the church is, is God's answer, is the answer as well as it's the only answer to the world today. And that's all of us. I mean, we say that in a, in, in a, in a context which is very, which is an abject poverty and in places, as I already had shared at the beginning of the show, where it is minority, the church becomes the transforming place. It becomes a place of safety, a place of hope, a place of strength and a place of knowing I can put my trust in this place. What, when I say that, I don't mean it's in the building. It's the people who put it up together. And let me explain that a bit. Uh, in many of our, the, the countries that we work in, as I told you, Christianity is just a, um, a very small iota of what's happening in that nation. But in those places, the government systems doesn't reach them. Hmm. The government services doesn't reach them. Yes, there are good laws. Yes, there are policies. Yes, there are programs, but doesn't reach. But it's the church that comes. It plants itself. It doesn't do a Sunday activity. It is there 24 by 7. Hmm. And they out, they meet the needs. For, for our programs where we talk about survival, the church becomes the mother to the, to, to, to the mother who's bringing forth a, a child, who not only helps that, that mother who's bringing forth the child into the world to just say, you have a safe delivery, but walking through those milestones, those first one hmm. year, which is very crucial, the first 18 months, the church is an integral part of that family. Uh-huh. And it becomes a place where you need to be there, not to just come and say, you come to me and you get this. No, it is we come to you. We become family to you. And you be where you are. We will meet you where you are. And that is not just something just said. It is first done, David. Yes. And then it is explained. What a blessing it has to be to have people who walk to homes in the name of Jesus to say, hey, we're here Amen. to serve you and to go to places that the government can't really get to or doesn't effectively get to. And so I'm sure you're even a blessing to the governments like that people are Amen. being served in uh, the name of Christ. Well, when we get back, we're going to run to our commercial break. I told you we're going to talk about the pandemic a bit and we're going to talk about the fill the stadium and also ask uh, Silas Bilraj how we can be praying for compassion, how we can be praying for him. Um, so don't you go anywhere. And uh, as we think about the Asian region and uh, the great work that Compassion is doing, I sure hope that you're being inspired to live like Jesus and to give like Jesus. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 
For the developing world, the face of the pandemic is not an elderly person. It is the face of a child. They are not dying of the virus. They are dying because they have no food to eat. UNICEF recently reported that 10,000 children are dying of starvation every month as a result of economic devastation caused by the pandemic. Dr. Anderson is making the choice to help save these children from hunger and disease. He is joining Compassion International's Fill the Stadium campaign to provide food and care to 70,000 children in crisis. 70,000 is the size of an average NFL stadium. That's why our campaign is called Fill the Stadium. Each seat represents one child who needs our help. During the month of April, Dr. Anderson is asking listeners to help provide food and care to children in crisis. He is asking you to help save one child from hunger and starvation. Go to www.andersonspeaks.com and find out how you can help save the life of a child in urgent need. I have good news and bad news. Wow, Missy, tell me the good news first. I got a new job and I am so excited. Congratulations. So what's the bad news? I have to move quickly and I don't have a lot of time to sell my house. Mm. Have you called Pete at hometownhomebuyers.biz? No, I haven't. Really? Pete can actually buy your home within the next day or so and you can be gone in a week. Even if you need him to help you get everything out, his company can do that for you. Really? Wow. What's his number? His number is 888-623-3533. Or you can catch him online at hometownhomebuyers.biz. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. I'm going to call Pete right now so he can buy my home. Can I read his number back to you one more time just so I have it right? Sure. Okay. Mm 888-623-3533. You got it right. 888-623-3533. Hey, congratulations on your new job. Thank you. Now sell that home so you can get out of town. (laughs) I will do. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's good. It's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You are not afraid to take any topic. Uh, you are very humble, and um, it's, it just gives us comfort. 
I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. It's just amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. is not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm talking about Compassion International all week long, and you know this month we're trying to raise uh, money in order to take care of these children. It's Fill the Stadium, and 50,000 kids have been taken care of. We're trying to get to 70,000 kids, and I want my listeners to do their part because it gives you an opportunity to to live and give like Jesus Christ. I've got Silas Bilraj. He's hanging out with me uh, today in our last segment here. He is the vice president uh, of the Asian region for Compassion International. And let me just say for people who are joining us, uh, Mr. Bill Raj, thanks a lot for being on the show today. I appreciate it. Thank you, David. It's a, it's a privilege to join you today and to fellowship with you over this call. Yeah, the great work that you're doing is such a blessing. And what has been so fulfilling for you in doing what you're doing? I think it's all, what's been fulfilling is to see not only lives being transformed, in this earth, but also see lives being transformed for eternity. Mm, that's so and wonderful. The gospel being lived out by the local church and to strengthen her to be what the Lord wanted her to be in this world. Yeah, this is lovely. I love to hear how the Lord uh, uses people like you. How did you come to know the Lord? What is your story? Uh, mine is an interesting story. I came to I got saved on 18th of August, 1987. I remember the day because I was in a street fight in my college yet days and it, many things came into it. The Lord saved me physically from that fight and saved me also to eternity and gave me the greatest gift of salvation that I could have. How did that happen? Yeah, we were in a, in, 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 in a fight with two gangs fighting up on the street and then I needed a way to escape and the Lord provided me a way to escape and there was no possibility and looking back from somewhere, um, a, a, a local bus just stopped and I got in and I was in a moment back in safety as such. And that was the Lord telling me, everything you stood for could not save you. It was me. Now, when are you going to come and join me? So, yeah. Did the so, Lord talk to you while you were on that bus or was it later that absolutely. night or what happened? It, my, my parents were missionaries in India and I'm a missionary kid uh -huh. and was on her knees. And if people are listening in, if you have a mother praying for you, give up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If you've got a mom or a grandma, it's just a matter of time, isn't it, uh, Mr. Bill Rush? <laughs> well, listen, I know that there are many children who uh, have people praying for them, but they also need beyond prayer. They actually need real practical things. And one of the ways that we can join the Lord uh, in the in the ministry is to give out of our out of our abundance and even out of our faith. But sometimes people don't realize how great the needs are. Can you tell us a little bit about the pandemic and how it has affected children 
uh, around the world and what some real needs are so people can get a sense that they're not just given an offering in an offering bag at a church in the Western world. They, they really are uh, touching, uh, touching heaven and touching earth at the same time when they do this. Yeah, it's a beautiful question, David, and thanks for asking that. Because the pandemic for us in the West, we think it's a health issue. But in the weaker communities in the underdeveloped world, it's more an economic issue. When we say economic issue, it actually prevents families that go, need to go out of their homes for daily labor. Now, when I say daily labor, you got to go stand in the marketplace and find a place for you to get a job and go work the day to bring, um, to bring in money to buy food. Mm-hmm. Pandemic actually caused a lockdown. And lockdown for us in the West is not, I could go to the grocery store or I can go to the pharmacy or I can go see my friends. A lockdown in the countries that we are ministering in is a total 24 by 7. just cannot leave your house. So that kept a parent from going out and that economic lockdown brought in actually no food. And with no food security, obviously, hunger drives you crazy. Mm. That's where that impact was, the the response to that was the church. The church first went inside and provided food security, met with the Mm -hmm. family, gave them dry rations, gave them rations to meet their needs, so that that area of mind, by the psychological and emotional pain in a father and a mother, to see the family without food, that was answered. That was the first relief given. The second relief that the church gave was the health and hygiene. First food security and health and uh, came health and hygiene security. Um, sanitization, wearing a mask is totally, is totally, if I may say, out of this world for many people. It's Greek and Latin for them. Uh, why do I need to do that? They cannot read and write. So how do I do that? So explaining it to them in their context, hmm. walking with them in the journey, providing that support, giving them health care and giving them that safety needs. And the last need, of course, was the safety education that had to be given to keep them from not only harming others with the virus, or also themselves with the virus. And doing it to them, because David, when we talk about uh, six feet distancing, you're living in a, in, in a 10 by 10 house, and there are already eight people living there. <laughs> right, right. The, the six feet the social distancing doesn't make sense. But how do you educate them to know that it is important? How do you keep yourselves to be clean? So there's a lot of adaption that the local church had to do. And if you're in interior places, especially in places where people don't have access to all of this, you've got to take all of this to their context, adapt it to their context, and address it to them so that they are not only preventing themselves from and keeping themselves safe, but also not harming others. And that was the work of the church that went on for several months at a stretch. When I say food security, it wasn't a one-time. We continue to do it in several of our countries even today. Wow. So it's really not just, hey, I'm delivering food like Uber. It's I'm I'm delivering food, education, awareness, training, prayer, discipleship. Uh, it, it really is uh, a, a holistic way of serving families, isn't it? Exactly. And it's a journey. You just don't go once and do it. You continue and you walk with them. And in many of our cases, uh, we've also, beyond COVID, actually been able to provide thousands of specific health care needs were being met, like somebody gets uh, malaria. That was also being cared for. So it just wasn't COVID-related. It yeah. was every impact that came in. So it was a whole embracing of the family. The family became the church, and the church became the family. Wow. Well, thank you for being with us today on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and may the Lord continue to bless you as you do this good work in the Asian region. Silas Bill Raj. Thank you so much, my friend. 
Thank you so much, David. It's an honor and a privilege to be with you. Hello, I'm Everett Helmuth, owner and president of the Passport Automotive Group. During this unique time in our history, we at Passport Auto want you to know that we're considered an essential business and we're open to meet your automotive needs. As you manage taking care of your family during this current situation, we know that your vehicle may play a key role. If you're looking to purchase or service a vehicle, we want to assure you that we're doing everything we can to promote a safe and secure experience. We encourage you to utilize our at-home car buying resources like viewing our excellent website, having us send you a video walkthrough of the vehicle you're interested in, purchasing that vehicle online, or if you prefer, we'll bring the entire auto buying experience to the safety of your home or office. Passport sells and services new and certified pre-owned vehicles in the brands you love, BMW, Infiniti, Toyota, Nissan, Mazda, and Mini Cooper. We have nine convenient locations in Virginia and Maryland. Visit us today at PassportAuto.com. We look forward to working with you and keeping you safe. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 836, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. When it comes to choosing a college, campus visits are important. But 2020 has made it tough to tour your top picks. At Liberty University, we understand, so we offer a variety of visiting opportunities. Tour campus from home with a virtual tour, or visit campus for a few hours for a daily campus tour. Dig a little deeper with Experience LU, a single-day event where you'll tour campus, meet with faculty and staff, and sample on-campus dining locations. Pick your perfect visit by texting VISIT to 49596. Again, that's VISIT to 49596. Do you know someone with an addiction problem and wonder if they can really be free? Rich and Susan Kallenberg found freedom from 20 years of slavery to drugs and alcohol. They're living testimonials and have a plan of hope for anyone in captivity. Join Rich and Susan on Freedom to Choose Saturdays at 7 p.m. to learn of their experience and the biblically-based resources that can help those you love move towards freedom. Freedom to Choose, Saturdays at 7 talk with dr david anderson how you doing so glad that you've been hanging out with me for this hour thank you for your faithful listening to these interviews throughout the week as we've been trying to just share with you opportunities you know for some people uh it's just nice to hear of opportunities 
uh, to pray. And for those of you who may not be able to give money, you can talk to the God who can provide for these kids, can't you? And so I, I want you to partner in any way that you can. I know you have so many things to pray about and so many things to give to. So uh, there's no shame in, in my, your game. There's no judgment if you uh, can't just add another thing to your list or another thing to your uh, to your giving. But there's others of you who have more capacity, you have more bandwidth. Uh, you know, you can give 500 bucks or 5,000 bucks or 50,000 bucks and uh, you have the ability to do it. And I just want to say, if you can, then do it. Don't just think about it, but actually do it. Go to andersonspeaks.com and just do it. Just hit, fill the stadium and, and leave a donation. It's a one time gift. Okay. And maybe you have the ability to pull that off and God bless you. If you do again, whether it's 50 or 5,000, uh, whatever you have, but our target has been 500 for a hundred givers to give uh, a total of $50,000. That's been our goal. All right. And, and I'll be honest with you. We're not really hitting uh, too close to that goal. We're more like around twelve dollars or $15,000. I'd love to see us hit that uh, $50,000. And so maybe there's someone who's listening saying, you know what, I want to get you there, Doc. And it's not just for you. I, I trust your voice. I know the organization. I've Googled them. I've researched them. But most of all, it's for the children uh, in the world who are really, really poor. And I want to be a part of it. And if that is you, and if that's what uh, God is doing in your life, uh, then I just want to make an appeal to say, thank you for being generous. Thank you for being obedient. And uh, I'll just trust that as my voice goes out and as the Holy Spirit takes it, he'll know exactly whose heart and whose wallet uh, to touch, won't he? <laughs> so I don't take on the burden. I'm just uh, the joy of the responsibility of bringing it to you is my job. It's like evangelism, isn't it? You can't make anybody get saved. You can present and you can share and then go on about your business. Thank God I'm not into conversion work. I just let God do the converting. I just do the sharing of how good God is. And so this gives me an opportunity to to leverage my platform in a way that hopefully will bring joy to the Lord and most of all food to the tummies of uh, so many of these uh, poor children around the world. I'll tell you, when Amber uh, and I decided to uh, sponsor Bizrat was his name through the age of 21. He was just a young kid. And uh, I went to Ethiopia with my team and we went into his house. It was like a small hut, kind of like if y'all went camping and you had to pop up a tent for a family. That's pretty much how they were living in Ethiopia and Addis Ababa. And here's the thing that got me. They worked hard to give us coffee and popcorn. This was the height. This would be like me giving you a steak and lobster if you came to my house and coffee and popcorn. They spent their money, which they didn't have to uh, host us because they were so hospitable. And I just thought to myself, wow, no matter how poor you are, you still want to be hospitable. And so we, we wanted to bless them. So we, you know, we blessed them with some groceries and things of that sort that we had bought ahead of time uh, before we went and made the visit. But I'm telling you, uh, doing things in the name of Jesus just brings a smile uh, to his heart. And I hope that this week is bringing a smile to yours as well, not just conviction or making you feel all guilty. You know, that's not my jam here. So I hope you'll pray with me and let's see if we can uh, miraculously hit this goal of $50,000 in the month of April. Lord Jesus, thank you for your love and compassion in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Help your children
Need electrical work done? Call AX 